Welcome to Next Up, a Mid-Century Homes production, where we highlight the people, the places, and the work of folks that are making an impact in the world of mid-century design and architecture. And when we are not conducting interviews for this podcast, we are making mid-century dreams come true in Boise, Idaho. You can find out more about the work we do online at mid-centuryhomes.com, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Boise Mid-Century Homes. On today's episode, we have Karen Nepocina. Yeah, Karen and her husband, John, live in a really cool renovated Eichler home. They also own a business where they get to help others renovate their own mid-century homes. They've been in business for a few years now and have been featured in Atomic Ranch magazine. They're a great example of what it looks like to care about our mid-century community. To find out more about them, check them out on Instagram at Design Eichler or at Eichler underscore DIY. Shall we get her on the line? Let's do it. All right, well, let's jump right in here. Karen, uh, tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself and where you're from. Sure. Um, I'm Karen Epicina. I'm the principal designer and owner of an interior design firm called Destination Eichler. My husband, John, and I live in an Eichler home here in Northern California, which is how we initially started a design blog, also called Destination Eichler. Very cool. Uh, last time we spoke, uh, you mentioned that you've lived a, a kind of an unusual life to get you here. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, well, I, I now run my own interior design firm, but it definitely a few years ago, my life was really different. Um, I started up growing up here in Northern California in a little city called Concord, which is just over the hill from where we live now in Walnut Creek. Um, Growing up, I was focused on becoming a ballerina, actually. So right after high school, I moved to Boston to study with the Boston Ballet. And then I became a professional dancer and I moved over to uh, Portland, Oregon, actually, which is where I started my dance career. And then I realized when I was a dancer that it was kind of just as hard as everyone had warned me um, to become an artist and do that for a living. And I decided I wanted to go to college while I was still young. Um, so I decided to move back to Boston and I had already met my husband, John, by then. Um, and I studied business and art at Northeastern. And then even though I really loved art and, um, the, you know, my background is in dance and creative, I decided, oh, I'm going to do something completely different. I'm going to go into business and actually went into corporate retail for most of my career. Um, and I did all sorts of different yeah. things in retail, jumped around jobs. And then eventually, um, my husband and I bought an Eichler home here in California, and we started renovating it. And we just started what we thought was a little blog. And that blog eventually <laughs> turned into our business, um, which is just like mind blowing to me, because if anyone had told me maybe seven years ago what I would be doing today, I, I truly wouldn't believe them. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how when you have passion about something, it can start so small, but you know, really snowball if you if you have the time and care to to baby it, you know. Right, right. So that's awesome. Um, of all of those experiences, what are you most grateful for? Oh, I have a lot to be grateful for. Um, one is that I've always kind of had a creative background. I I don't know, maybe it was just growing up. Um, my parents, so they had kind of a normal corporate jobs, but then at home we were always doing creative things. So I think throughout my life, I've always been supported to, you know, 
take that creativity and, and do something yeah. with it. Um, so now I feel even more grateful that uh, I can, I've been able to turn something that was really just something I did on the side, something my husband and I did on projects in our own house and get to help other people and help change their lives and, and um, make them happy. That, that's pretty awesome to me. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, so you obviously have a thing for Eichlers because uh, you run the accounts Destination Eichler and John runs um, Eichler underscore DIY on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you always been attracted to Eichlers or is this a, a kind of a new development in your lives? It's, it's definitely a newer development. Um, I didn't know much about Eichler homes growing up here and and here in California, especially right where we live, there's hundreds of them. I mean, we live in a, a neighborhood where we have 300 here. There's um, wow. another 100 just in the town that I grew up in. Um, but I never knew too much about them growing up. Uh, and even when we purchased our first home here in Walnut Creek, I think we had looked at a few Eichler homes, but they were in really rough shape. Um, I think one of them had been a, a home care facility. So you know, I think we took one look at that open house and just thought, oh, this doesn't look like a home, you know, that you could raise kids in. <laughs> um, so I didn't yeah. really know too much about it until one day we discovered an Eichler home for sale in the neighborhood. And it was absolutely beautiful. It had been restored and redone, um, but it was had a mid-century feel, but it was modern. And the family that was currently living there had kids and you could tell you know, it was a very comfortable place to raise kids, yet it was so kind of modern and looked look yeah. nothing like the house we were living in down the street, which was a ranch house. And it was absolutely beautiful and fine. Just it had just this whole other vibe that we were, we were <laughs> like, we need to have that, that whatever that is, we, we want to live like that. It, it, there's something special yeah. about it that you can't really put words around. Yeah, indescribable yes. sometimes. Yes. That's awesome. Well, hey, um, one of the questions I have for you is um, the roles that both you and your husband play. What do you specifically do? What does he specifically do? Where, where do you two individually focus on spending your time? Yes. So when we started the business, um, really, I'm the kind of front facing. I interact with all the clients. Um, I do all the design work. Um, I did study some interior design when I was um, in an art program during my undergrad. So it was kind of crazy to reach back to, you know, stuff I was learning on pencil and paper in Italy. And then all of a sudden taking that all back out again and, and doing it for clients. Um, so I do all the client facing work and the creative work. And John does a lot of the behind the scenes. Um, so he's built my website. Um, he does a lot of the photography of the projects that we work on once they're completed um, and he has a great background in uh, web web design and online marketing um, those kinds of things so he does a lot of these important things that a lot of folks don't see but uh, really integral to you know running a small business on your own yeah manages a lot of the technology needs for what you guys are working on yes exactly exactly um, oh, does uh no go ahead go ahead I'm sorry um, well he also has a, a great uh he's in degree in engineering and um he's also very creative we ran a photography business together back in the day so what's great is he <laughs> both has that kind of structural you know um engineering mindset but then he's got the creative eye too so a lot of times I can 
run project by him and we we kind of talk through things from a creative perspective so that's really that's really cool too so do you guys cross uh cross roles and responsibilities ever does does he ever get to the point where uh you know he thinks he's the interior designer no. and <laughs> <laughs> especially at our home now it's just like come on i i know what i'm doing i think i just i'm just more i'm just more telling you what we're going to do um just so you know but uh, so no he i think that's what's great we've been together a very long time we run multiple business together so i think that's what makes us work well is we each know what our strengths and skill sets are um and we let each other focus kind of on that um yet yeah you know we also he's so great at kind of taking big picture look at things and he'll help me with business strategy and and things like that so uh we we definitely know how to balance each other out but i think we've been married and together and working long enough that everyone knows uh what what their part is (laughs) yeah how how long has that been uh we've been married it's funny when you have to like pause and think about it a while. Yeah, yeah. I think sixteen years or something like that. Yeah. Oh wow. We met when yeah, we were you, quite you... young, um, which is kind of wild because I think not really, you know, so much has changed in life. But even when we were young, we were into the same things, really into art and creativity, and kind of just doing things, um, just kind of taking a hands-on approach at just doing something because we loved it. So uh, that right. part has kind of stayed with us all throughout our, our life together. Yeah. When, when you're younger, you don't know everything that you, uh, that you are going to know and like in the world. And as you get older, you define those things. And it's cool that the two of you have really grown together through that process. That's, that's a lucky thing that doesn't happen all the time. Absolutely. I agree. 100%. And, uh, what about, um, the actual process of working together? You, You gave me, you know, some of the nuts and bolts there, but if somebody just outright asked you, is working together with your husband easy to do, what would, what would the answer to that be? For me, I don't know if that's typical or not, but the answer is absolutely yes. Um, I think what's great is the support of, um, you know, when I need something or I'm unsure about something, we've been together long enough that, you know, he knows kind of how to give me the advice that I might need, but might not want to take, but we know each other well enough, you know, um, I don't know if I yeah. could do that or run a business with someone else who I don't have this lifelong trust with, you know? Yeah, so, totally. Something really special there. And we're, yeah, yeah. We, we, we get along for the most part. So I think that's helpful too. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Hey, um, a couple more questions for you that were not documented, but I, I want to go here just for a minute. Um, you stated in a previous call that we had that you've had your hand on about 30 Eichlers in your career. Um, I'm curious, how many of those did you tackle without John being around? And maybe at what point did he equally get interested in the work that you were doing on those Eichlers? Um, for the most part, you know, again, the design, the design side and the creative processes driven primarily by myself. Um, so when I, when I meet a client or a set of clients, I really just try to get a sense of their, their personalities. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody's so different and really try to take that and then transform it into their own home so that, you know, even when you see all my work um, on Eichler Homes, 
it's going to reflect the folks that live and love that home, you know? Right, um, so right. To me, that's just like the exciting part of, of being able to do what I do. Um, but that's all from like my brain, like up here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for the most part, you know, I'll show stuff to John um, through the process, but it's kind of baked, baked in um, into my yeah, and I, work. Yeah, and I, I think you're talking about like on each instance, what I'm more so trying to figure out is, what, did the both of you start taking interest in these Eichlers at the same time? Or was this something that you got interested in on the, uh, of the 30 or so that you've touched? Uh -huh. Did you pile through like five or six of them before your husband started like, Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's been, um, he's been into it since we first kind of discovered it on our own home, which was maybe four years prior to starting the actual design business. So, so it took a little while initially for John to kind of get into the Eichler thing. But I think once he learned about them, lived in one, um, he, it just, it kind of works for him and his personality too and, and style preferences. Yeah. So I guess that's something that I didn't fully understand. You're, you're stating that all of your design work on these Eichlers have come post you owning one yes that's correct okay yeah. i didn't i didn't connect those dots yeah. so yeah. that that makes perfect yeah. sense and and like you stated all the all the work post owning one because john's been super involved even with his own home when you start tinkering around with somebody else's eichler he's just as excited and yes. probably somewhat involved absolutely absolutely and yeah. you know a lot of the a lot of the detail work that we put into um clients Eichler or mid-century projects that's actually from learnings that really John um, discovered and researched on our own home down to you know exactly how are the fixed pane uh, you know supports in the glass which parts do you paint which parts do you stain um, you know he really studied a lot of that in rebuilding and renovating and restoring our own Eichler so we've definitely taken lots of that knowledge and hands-on kind of building stuff in our own home. And we translate that and definitely bring that knowledge to, um, to the clients. Right. That's very cool. Uh, Karen, do you ever feel additional outside pressure from the mid-century community when, uh, when your products are on display? How so? Um, are there any people who said, oh, my gosh, you should have done this differently. I would have done that. Oh, yes. If, if, if so, um, uh, how does that make you feel? Do you do you uh, take to that fine and understand that, hey, everyone has their own opinion? Yeah, right. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the tough parts about being on social media and sharing your work is that um, you share your work and your thoughts, but it's also very opening up that anybody who wants can share what they think as well. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the awesome and crazy world we live in. So yes, for sure. I mean, I would think um, I'm, and I've said this before, I'm not a complete purist. I, I am hired to help folks um, update or, or change their, you know, change their homes. It's not to, you know, very rarely have I gotten anyone who says, I want you to put back in an original kitchen, which, by the way, I think original kitchens are amazing. They're beautiful, and if they're if they're working and they're great and they work for that family, that's awesome. Um, but I yeah. guess just it's not for 
for everybody. So we just try to balance um, restoring and keeping a lot of key elements of the home and then also just, you know, updating to modern standards so that the clients or homeowners can live in it. So to answer your question, I think, you know, some folks don't, may not prefer as modern and really modern in the sense of like modern day to day technology um, that I might put into a home. Um, some, some prefer kind of really sticking to what exactly would have been in the home at the time. Um, but we really, again, try to keep, keep parts that we can. I, I'd love to keep as much as we can, but you know, some folks, I've had clients who are six feet tall. So some of those upper cabinets that hang up, you know, from the ceiling, they hit their head mm -hmm. when they're cooking every day. Yeah. And then the right. stoves are, are more built for me and I'm five foot. So um, a six foot tall <laughs> client working on an original stove, is just, it, it just doesn't work for them anymore. But, you know, we try to, to balance bringing in change, yet having it be something that um, is relatable to a mid-century build home. Right. Hey, yeah. I, have one, I have one more question on the um, design consultation side. Uh, there's a piece of advice I've been hearing quite often, um, and I'm curious what your take is on it. Uh, live in the home for a little while before you make any major changes. Yes. What do you think about yes. that? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. But I have a lot of okay. clients that hire me like the moment they, um, they get keys to the house. And even so, I say, can we, you know, try to slow it down and, and yeah, really live in the space? Because I know that that's a huge learning we had um, with our own Eichler home. I probably would have done all sorts of different things to this house that Pat and I take it a little time and learn a lot right. of history about these homes. Um, I, I definitely would have had a whole different kind of, I, I would have probably put a lot of materials in that really, to me, just don't really fit in these houses. So um, I do love that advice and I, I try to give that to clients, but I also understand sometimes, you know, a house is barely habitable. So you really got to kind of start from scratch right. before you move in. Well, of yeah, and of the ones that are actually livable, but the clients want to make changes immediately, when you're suggesting that approach, how many times out of 10 do they, do they take your advice? <laughs> um, I'd, say, I'd say eight out of 10. It's pretty good. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, I, well, that's cool. I'm pretty honest with folks that I say, you know, if you're going to hire me, I, I know these houses. I've been in lots of different models. I've either worked on them or have friends that own them. So I wouldn't do this, but why don't you think about it? I would do this instead. And then I just kind of let them sit on it for a little bit. And, right. and when possible, I try to, I try to back it up with, you know, research or articles or things like that. Um, but then at the end of the day, I always, you know, I understand everyone's home is their own and some things yeah. can totally work for some and, and other others you know they would never have that so right definitely i get you um so well uh well what's next for you two what's next um we you uh earlier one of the times we chatted we were talking about palm springs and i we love palm springs so um kind of a a, a reach goal would be to do a project in palm springs at some point i mean we have um long-term aspirations to have second home someday so Palm Springs would be a pretty great place to be able to go visit with our kids on break and things like that. Um, so I'd love to do something like that. Um, but in terms of the horizon, you know, the business has continued to build on its own the last three years. So 
uh, I'm very fortunate. I have amazing clients that just come straight to us. Um, they've they've kind of learned about us or they find us online and they like what we're doing. So I kind of can't ask for anything more than that. Just have um, those projects keep coming and um, to continue to work on great homes and help restore mid-century homes all over. Pretty challenging work, wouldn't you agree? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think mid-century homes or any older home, I, I work on some other um, older architecture before too. It's just, it's, I, I joke that it's like buying a vintage car. It's, um, you know, it always costs a lot more to restore and upkeep and all that, but there's, there's nothing like having one, you know? So I think mm -hmm. um, it takes a lot of, effort and money to 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 kind of keep these keep this keep mid-century homes special um right it's, it's not just like any home so well here's uh one last random question for you karen uh who is on the top of your current music playlist oh yeah um funny because usually it's it's what my kids are listening to but i am trying to <laughs> uh, so i won't mention those but um I, I discovered maggie rogers in the last year and and her great success and um her path so maggie rogers i just love her voice and her lyrics are pretty deep and um i think her story is is kind of neat too so she's she's on top of my my spotify nice is that mostly because of her story or you know, I, uh, um, both, uh, yeah, maybe I do have some kind of relation to folks that just, uh, you know, any artist to me, artists work so hard. Um, and so to be a talented artist and get discovered, um, and she, I've seen lots of interviews with her. She talks about how a lot of it was just, that was timing. She didn't even know she was going to be seen by Pharrell in her class that day. I think that's pretty crazy. Um, so uh, you know, mix of, of personal story. And then of course, beautiful, beautiful voice and lyrics. And plus I can't sing at all. So anyone who can sing, <laughs> it's, it's, um, I think that's a, an impressive talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice when music resonates with you. Well, Hey, um, Karen, thanks so much for joining us and we really appreciate your time and your story and, and sharing with us about the work that you do. Um, we appreciate your presence on Instagram and social media and the, uh, the influence and the um, inspiration and education that you're giving through the process of, you know, doing the work that you're doing with the Eichlers. You're lucky to be spending so much time um, with such a well-known architect and the work that he's done um so we're a little bit jealous <laughs> a lot a lot of bit jealous he was, he was a pretty <laughs> awesome builder that's for sure very very revolutionary so yes i i feel very lucky too i'm pretty passionate about him and his work yeah awesome and if i did state architect that is a clarification i do know that eichler was not an architect he was just a builder so that's right that was a myth that was a misspeak on my behalf yes i, I would get i would get totally in trouble if I let that one go. yes I, I I have heard those complaints <laughs> in the past so make sure as a point of clarification well well hey until next time thanks again for joining us and uh we'll see you soon thank you we hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Karen until next time on next up mm -hmm.